a topic I've been thinking about different recruiters about it um, lately. So I was looking for an excuse to talk about it, so this week's Parsha is a good excuse to talk about it, so we'll use this week's Parsha. So it's not about the Parsha, but what I want to say, the Parsha is just the Hegedims. Um So you'll see that the connection to the Parsha is fairly weak. That, that, that's not the point. Um, One of the kudas which I, which was, was uh, both both Ibar and I felt very strongly about when we started working on developing the yeshiva's collection of swarm, and you've heard from us at different times that when we first came here, it was, the collection of swarm was much smaller than it is now, um, and what was included in the collection of swarm was also a little bit more different than what what it is now. Uh, Ibaran actually had to take some of the things which are there, happened to be in Hebrew, but they were nothing to do with, you know, they weren't Kurdish. And he one time put some of them into a, the garbage, which is where they belonged. And of course, one of the secular teachers came along, you know, a few days later, Rabbi saved your books, and she brought, brought them back. So Ibaran made sure the next time to drop them into the, not into the garbage, but into the dumpster, that they wouldn't come back the next time. So. I mean, there was swarm also, but it was like you know, it was it was interesting. Um, so when we started working on in- increasing the collection of the the English swarm, so one of the, one thing one thing one thing which we felt very strongly about both of us was the idea of biographies. Uh, in fact, most of the biographies which we bought, we bought the Afka too, and uh, eventually we had problems with space. So we had this great idea that we'll move some of them to the to the house, so the Bachram and the first year Bachram were able to take advantage of them, and hopefully some of them did. Um, so, the biographies come in two groups. There's the biographies about the G'daylum, which, for both of us, uh, we felt that, that a lot of our you know, even when sitting in Yeshiva with G'daylum, etc., but you read about the different G'daylum and you see different ideas and different their their, their vision and their break height and their, their shifa. Um, it helps. It helps. It helps to, to give a person a shifism to grow. Um, I, I Hamusker, there's. Uh, Rufutner writes in one place that he writes that he has a concern about some of the biographies which are written. They don't really share the challenges that the, that, that the these people who were gazolim. They also had challenges. You don't hear about the Chavos Chaim's fight with himself, not the Siklosh and Hara. We just hear that you know he was six years old. He was already the Sadiqi Sadarlam. He never said the word Lashon Hara again for the rest of his life. So that's not really true, probably. And even if it was, it came with tremendous effort. We don't know about the, the ups and the downs, the frustrations, etc. Um, that being said, uh, I had somebody came over to me recently, a member of the community, with sort of grappling with this question, you know, why don't they do that? So I said, you know, I hear the point exactly, but I'm not the person who's going to take upon myself the responsibility of telling Lush and Hara about the Godel in my book. So you have to find the balance. But the second suga of, of, of biographies are about the, the that together with the G'daylum, there were there, there were people who built Klayus so without having the title of Godel. There's a famous story that there was a Sifat in Yerushalayim. Uh, I don't know. I say recently, recently means within the last 20 years. Um, in my Musagim. Um, 
a lot of the other Hasidists got together for certain things. So while they were waiting for the meeting to start, so they start talking about you know the change in Claudius soul and how much you know this one said how much his Zayd and his father did to change Claudius soul. This one said how much his Zayd and his father did to change Claudius soul. And you know everybody's going around saying you know this you know this Reb and that Reb. Some person says I'm says he says I'm going to say a name. Well, I feel it made the biggest change in Claudius soul, and you're all going to agree with me. When I say the name, this is not Shai. Nevada, you know, my, my Zeta was the one who did the biggest, you know, pulas, etc., etc. Finally, said, "Okay, so who is it?" He said, "Sir Schneer." Because without the women, there'd be nothing. And they said, "You're right." So she wasn't. As far as I know, she didn't have a title of a rabbi. Uh, as far as I know, she didn't have a title of a gadol. You know, as far as I know, she hadn't finished shas by the time she was seven years old. Uh, I don't know whether she knew Tzanach Balpera or not either. There was a person who cared about something and did something about it. And you have a genre of biographies about that. You have the, the they called it Mike, about about Rebellion Malachi Tress, but Mike Tress, which I I believe is required reading for every Bukhar in, in, in Klaiusel, not just in the Sashiva, in Klaiusel, what it means a human being to give up for his, of, his, of his whole Mahus for Klaiusel. There's a book about Ramosha Sherer. There's about Roshagafagul Mandelovich. There's the book about Chaim uh, Gelb, and there's Rechash Dunbruch, and etc. etc. There's a whole genre of people that people who care enough about Klaisel to do something. And it's, I think, one of the if you read the biography about about Ramosha Sherer, one of the things which he very much wanted to instill in Klaiusel was that message that you know people have to care, people have to get involved. And you know, it's not done by the professionals and by the people which are hired and you know it's Klaiusel needs involved Balabati, volunteer Balabati. Uh, when do you get that message? When when do you supposed to get that message? When you, after you leave Yeshiva the transition from Yeshiva to outside of Yeshiva is a very challenging transition. Um, that point, that point, that point. A person trying to balance all of a sudden going into a, work, many times going into a workforce, you know, he's, even becoming a rebbe is challenging. But going out into the workforce, there's many things out there which are very challenging. The hours are, are quite different. The the difficulty the person has to deal with are different. The feelings of sipuk are different. You know, I'm, I'm not sitting and learning anymore. I'm not like the Rosh Kabura anymore. So I'm the guy, the youngest guy. I'm the guy in the, the staff who's older than most of the people there, but doesn't knows less than any of them on how to run a business or anything like that because I never dealt with it. So there's a lot of emotions a person grapples with at that point in time. So tell him that he's trying to find some time to learn and get involved in, involved in the sipuk. It's a very challenging thing. So what does the person have to hear? A person has to hear it when he's younger. That that's so. Chaim Belozhner, um, they bring in the in the in the in the, in the, in the Hagdama to Nefesh Achayim, or then to the preface, whatever the introduction. Sir Belozhner, his son, who published the Nefesh Achayim for, for his father, um, writes that I heard from my my father Kamapomim. That the Iker Brias Adam is the Hayalachrina. The Russian created people to help other people. We're here. Our Russian created us to be able to go and give, give to others. And if you don't do that, what are you here for? Now you have to, you have to remember this. You know, it wasn't. This wasn't said by Chassidish Rebbe X 
was a big Baal Chesed, a big Baal, you know, it was said by Rabbi Chaim Belozhener, the Talmud of the Goyen, the, the primary Talmud of the Goyen, who's the Vilna Goyen, you know, most of the stories of people of the Goyen are not about Chesed, they're about learning. That the, the, the home and seas of the Goyen was called Kulo, was Tyra. And his Talmud tells his son, that the each reason why the person put in this world is to help other people. That's a powerful message. You have to balance it with Gemara. The Gemara talks about that Mordechai got involved in helping Klai Yisrael. We know Mordechai Tzadik without Mordechai Tzadik. We would probably be in a difficult difficult situation at this point in time. Um, uh, I don't know, but you know... But, but the more says mix of mix it says Ratsu the Rai Bechol. I mean, you have to picture this. You know, if you want to you want to find the makor for the emes of, of Torah, it's that pasuk. You have to write that really. You know, Ratsu the Rai Bechol. Because I'll say, but mixes Echol over Parashim and someone said and said, you know, the guy's too involved in Shadlonus by the government already. Now, what do you mean? The Shadlonus, you know, he took off his kapotna, he put on a fancy hat. You know, like, Mordechai was Mordechai Tzadik. You know, he was he was still you know he was still busy learning Torah, keeping mitzvahs. So, so the Taz says because uh, you know that's he he had no choice. Somebody had to do it, but that he was never the one stuck with that. He had to leave the walls of base matters. So how do you balance that? Kolmazakas a rabbim So means dafka learning. Kolmazakas a rabbim. Kolmatis a rabbim. I mean, so, so what does it mean? I mean, we know that a person whose person is not never zachem. He's okay. He saved the olam malay. Mordechai Tzadik, I think, and that's not a, you know, we, we, we can, he saved Klaiyosu from Avodin. So not just that, you know, that generation, but all the generations to come. So when I, right, right now, and sit and learn a, a, a Tysis, Mordechai Tzadik gets Schar and Shemai, because I'm learning a Tysis. Because without Mordechai Tzadik, I wouldn't be here. Story goes: A person came. He was involved. He had built. He made a yeshiva, built the yeshiva in, in, in England. It was taking tremendous amount of effort to maintain the finances of the yeshiva, and you know it took away from his own personal growth. So he decided to go to Rauden to uh, discuss it with the Chabad Chaim. Chabad Chaim. There's, so there's two, two versions to the story. One version of the story is he walked in. The Chabad Chaim says, Says a person should be zeichet. Every person has a deepness in their life. They have difficulties in their life. Things which run after them and challenge them. You should be zeichet. The type of chesed you're from the clay mechayai. Before he said his question, he got his answer and he walked out the door. Right? That's one version of the story. Other version of the story, he said to him, you know, this is everybody knows that if you want a really, really, really good pair of shoes, you go to the shoemaker. Shoemaker makes a phenomenal pair of shoes. The shoes they make in the factory do not compare to the shoes that the shoemaker makes. He's, a, he's an expert. He measures your foot. He takes his time. He's quality work. He's proud of his work. It comes out a beautiful pair of shoes. It lasts. Mama Sheikh, it lasts for years and years and years. The, fa- the factory shoes aren't exactly like that. 
So, of course, we would all assume the Mastama that the shoemaker makes a lot more money than the factory owner. If he's making such better quality shoes. So, Mastama, he gets more, he gets, makes more money. But for some reason, that's not like that. Why is that? He says, because value makes a big difference. That's what he told him. That being said, there's a development that the Panavicharov, Panavicharov is a town of the Chavaz Chaim. And he wants to ask the Chavaz Chaim this question. He said, uh, you know, before, uh, he's one time said one thing, he was very close, very close to the Chavaz Chaim when he, went, when he was there, but years later he went back to Chavaz Chaim to visit to discuss certain issues. Chavaz Chaim gave him, they had, they had a, either a 12 or 14 hour marathon conversation. You know. and he said basically that he got from that conversation everything he needed to know to do with any situation he ever dealt with the rest of his life was, was based on that conversation and Teichel Dwarm he asked the Chavaz Chaim he says you know how do you deal with this balance of that a person has to work on either his, his own personal growth or taking care of the Tzibur so now this question is not you know there's not the only person who asked the question Revolva talks about it now they sure there's a shared das about it and both of they, both of them, go with a different approach than what the Chavos Chaim answered. They go with the approach of that the, the question is, is, is predicated on a mistake, right? Because what's the mistake? There's the ani, and then there's acherim. And I have this conflict between hishtamus of the ani or acherim. So I have a conflict. Which one is more important? He says the correct answer to the question is that a person who truly understands. His connection with Achirim understands they're part of his Ani. So then there's no steer anymore. It's all Ani. That's how they answer the question. Applied to the Maisa, if you understand what he was saying, you understand how it answered the question. But the Chavaz Chaim told, with Chavaz Chaim, with his godless, the Chavaz Chaim told Panamachirov a different answer. And he said, "Whatever's more more kvachemayim in the world. That's the, that's what's more, that's what you do." Right? The question is, if you think about it, there is some element of the question which we should be uncomfortable with. Right? Is it about me? I have this question. I, w- I would like to grow. I would like to gain. And there's this very important word over there called ani I, the capital I, and then there's a cheren. Chavaz Chaim answered, "It's not about you. It's about a Kodesh Baruch Hu. Whatever more quote Shemayim." Say one of the other Chassidus was once asked if he would give an opportunity to switch places with with Avraham Avinu. See, he could be Avraham, and Avraham would be him. Would he take the switch? So he answered, "Would there be more quote Shemayim in the world because of it? No. So then, what, what, I, what did I gain?" I don't know about you. I mean, I'm not sure I'd be ready to step into the, into the, into the shoes of Abraham Avinu. But, you know, can you imagine the, the schools to being Abraham Avinu? That wasn't an answer. There was a, there was a, there was a, there was a yeshiva here in America called the New Heaven Yeshiva. Who heard of the New Heaven Yeshiva? Okay, good. New Heaven Yeshiva was started by a person named Rav Levenberg. Who heard of Rav Levenberg? Okay, good. Next. 
It was together with him was his shutter was a person named Rabshaftal Kramer. Who heard of, who, who, who heard of Rabshaftal Kramer? Good. Who heard of Ruderman? Okay. His father in law was Rabshaftal Kramer. Rabshaftal Kramer was the brother in law of Richard Zalman Meltzer and Rabshaftal Mortha Epstein. Tamukhacham Muflik. And he wanted to open a yeshiva. He was here in America, wanted to open a yeshiva. And the Rav of the city of New Haven, Rav Levenberg, who was a town, I think, of Volozhin, invited him to come to New Haven and open up a yeshiva gedol in New Haven. At that point in time, besides Ritzel Chanon, that was the only yeshiva gedol in America. It lasted for three years, where the members of the city were anti the yeshiva. It um, eventually left New Haven and moved to Cleveland, where it continued for a short period of time. And then, in 1933, Rivetman went to Baltimore. He saw it was, it was, the situation was getting very bad. He went, went to Baltimore and started an so That's when so started. Um, I had a Rebbe who learned by the New Haven Yeshiva when it was in Cleveland. Rebbe Zinitzkel of Hashem. But before that, it was in... So he, one time... Described some of the stories. He wasn't there. I don't know. I don't know whether he was there in New Haven or not. Or heard the stories about the level of hisnagdus that the people in the city had to the yeshiva. The level of hisnagdus to the yeshiva was one day the rebbezin gets a package and she opens it up and there's live mice in the package and she had a fear of mice and this whole package of mice comes running all over her house and she's screaming. That was sent to that by one of the members of the community in thanks for their beautiful efforts of opening the yeshiva in the community. That's how much they appreciated the yeshiva. He used to have to go begging food from the Jewish farmers, begging tomatoes from the Jewish farmers of what to eat. He was, he was there shortly thereafter. Obviously, we can imagine that something hastened his, his, uh, his anguish, hastened his death. And one of his Talmudim was there with him and he was close to him, he was being nifty. He says, you know what Messiris Nefesh is? He says, a person gives up Arlam Hazeh to Fratera. Messiris Nefesh. He says, no, that's Messiris, a goof. What's Messiris Nefesh? And he was a, he was a, he was a Talmud in Slobodka. He says, I could have stayed in Slobodka and finished Shas many, many times over. And I came to America and I tried to make a yeshiva and I went and begged the farmers for food. That's Messiris Nefesh. I gave up my Nefesh, not my goof. Because he understood that he has a responsibility to build something. I don't know, you know, maybe maybe I was still Zoycha to get the tail end of it, you know. Like I mentioned to you before that you know I, I grew up in a different generation where the Musig of being a Bantara was still like a badge of, of pride and you felt like your responsibility, you were part of your your you were part of like something which was unique and uncommon. Nowadays it's harder to feel that. But everybody has the power to get involved and to make a difference. Everybody has the power to push it to help Clias. And either of all was answered because you understand that that's part of your need. So I'm not, I don't have confidence in what's myself and somebody else because it's all me. 
or I understand but the, the goal is not me or somebody else the goal is a Kodesh, is a Kodesh Baruch Hu. so I need to get I need to do what has to be done that being said Zemaisa once Rabbi Vidar Miller's at Sal on his Thursday night shurim so the, the, there's two parts to the shir that he would say his you know Moshav that he wanted to say and then there was questions that were taken, you know, from the floor, by, by either by written notes on the women's side, men would ask actual questions. He would answer on the spot. So the tapes, you know, they, they, sometimes they cut off before the end of the tape, or cut off before the end of the, the question and answer period, because it would continue on beyond the tape. And so you would something like you would end of the middle of a sentence, you know, like what's the end of the answer? But so one time he's, he gave whatever the topic was and the questions originally would be like after shit there would be questions on the topic of the shear then questions on any topic. So questions on any topic the person opened up he says you know he spoke about he spoke about at some point in time about the importance of helping Klaiusel and taking care of Klaiusel and doing for Klaiusel. So, so why don't we close all these sheep and send the Bacham out? There's so many people out there which need help. You know they're, they're falling off the derech and you know the people don't know and people are assimilating we have to take the sheep and out there and they should go out and push it, you know, bring back all the all of the yidden. So why don't we just close down all the yeshivas? Send them out of there. So, so he gave the following answer. You know, Mama's like, without, like, there's, like, there's no time lapse between the question and the answer. So the person is walking along near a river and he sees somebody drowning. So there's no question that a person should jump in and, and save the person who's drowning. You have to save a person's life. But there's one time that you should not jump in to save the person's life. If you don't know how to swim, don't jump in to save his life because you know what we're going to have. We have two people we have to save. He says, yes, of course you have to go out and save. But you have to know how to swim first. We can't close the yeshiva because the guys don't know how to swim yet. That was his answer. Chazanis said basically the same answer. Chazanis said that you know the person should understand. Of course, you have to do for Klaus, but you can't do for Klaus if you don't know what we're talking about. It's no it's no glick for Klaus. So you say, well, we'll make them all. You know they don't know they don't know what they're doing yet. But you, but at the same time, that means when you whenever you're doing, whenever you're learning, whenever you're accomplishing, you're preparing yourself for to be a part of a person who can go out there and do help Klaus, sir. So every part of what you're doing is not pers- just for myself. It's in order to be, be a hechatimsa, be able to at some point to be there for Klaus. Chazanis himself was the perfect example. Because he sat and learned by himself for years and years and years. Nobody even knew about him. He put out swarm anonymously. Didn't take any, it wasn't a rabu, it didn't do anything. At the end of the day, because he did that, he became the Chazanish. He was able to be a person that the whole, whole world stood on his shoulders. Imagine he hadn't done that, he wouldn't have been the Chazanish. One of the Gedalim one time said, he says, he says you know, America eats its Gedalim. That was the lesson that he said. Eretz like that's his parasha. He says, what do you mean? He says, you know, Eretz HaSobar, he says, in Europe, you know, he says, there is enough Gedalim to go around, to say it right, so, you know, I don't mean in a cheap way, but that the younger ones could be sitting, busy sitting and learning about Rava without the responsibility of taking care of the cloud. So when they were needed to take care of the cloud, they were talking of the dome that they needed to be. You know, when I was growing up, we didn't know his name. Who, who, who needed to know his name? He was the Yalas Hashakar. He was Rosh Hashiv in Bnei Brak. He was Hamas Men Otsum. And that's all he did. That's all he did. I'm sure he'll have the bar here and there, but you know, but copied at Zebra, the greater Zebra. Rav Shach was alive, and the Stipler was alive, and he wasn't needed. And what did he do? He sat and learned. 
We didn't know his name. We didn't know his name. He used to write the name, name in front of the server. Was Yelis Shachas and Alef Yud Lamed. He didn't write the name. He didn't say his name. Alef Yud Lamed. That was all he wrote in front of the server. So the Chazanish. That was it. And how do I know his name? Because I had, I had a chaver in yeshiva. was a nephew. He said, by the way, that's my uncle. And his name is this and this and this. I said, okay. Like, now what? You know, what, 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 the, the piece of information didn't mean anything to me. And one day, when there's when the other, the other he, all of a sudden he's there to take care of Klaus with the godless that he has. He says, but America, there's such a dirt. He says, so they, for, they they force him into the into the responsibilities of the cloud too early. That was his comment. So yes, the goal isn't the point that a person shouldn't be working Shalmas Nazi. A person is saying, but you're working Shalmas Nazi because, you, because with the tremendous awareness of that, that you one day are going to be responsible for a family, for a community, for other people, and you have to be the person, the best person you can be to be able to do that. The person says, you know, all I care about is an Eva I mean, it, it's, that's not Torah. That's not a definition of Kali I would like to point out that we have a cloud we pass like Rav. And he's Rotsi the Rav Echov. The Bible says Rotsi the Rav Echov makes us a Sanhedrin Pirish Haimano. Rav Sanhedrin wasn't Pirish Haimano. Good, so we need to know there's another sheet. Good, so like the Lama Mishas Hayachi, the Mishas Haravid, the more the Mishas says in eight years, that one day someone comes along and says, I have a sheet. They say, Yeah, we know that sheet. It's the sheet of the Yachid. We don't pass like that. That's why we mentioned the Yochid and the Mishnah, the Kenegah, the Chacham, why it was in the Gehia. It's Mishnah 80 years. The case of Mishnah come along and say, I have a sheet. They said, yeah, we know that sheet. That's the sheet of the Yochid. Don't worry about it. The, the Rav says not like that. So here's your mix of Zechav Imano. I don't know that. I don't know. It's a Kiddush that I've thought of. I don't know whether it's correct or not, but it's, it's an interesting thought. Milano got from our from Rebaran. Rebaran was, I mean, Bishaita. I mean, it was, 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 he was, he was a little boy. He's a little boy learning him. It's the vodka. Rebaran, I, 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 you know, I don't understand it. I don't understand it. You know, Rebaran ran the Guda, but not just he ran the Guda. He was involved every single day. He ran Chinuchatzmoi. He was about the term of Sarah. He was busy, you know, saying, dealing with every individual people all the time. And he was still reborn. Okay, if he would have started early, what would be? I don't know. But the point is, he, he lived Klai Yisrael. He didn't live Klai Yisrael because, you know, it's Chetach Amistis, it's a Chiyah to take care of Klai Yisrael. Okay, I really prefer to sit and learn. I, I, most, I mean, there's some people, you know, talk like that, you know, that, you know, that, you know, when it comes to, to their own needs, they say, you know, I really prefer to sit and learn, but the mice said, what can I do? I have, to, I have to eat and sleep and stuff like that also. But most of us, when we eat and sleep, we're good as that, because that's, that's me, you know, I, I, and I have needs, so I, I like, I'm happy to take care of my needs. And that's you too. I have to take care of your needs, because we're the one. And the place where you saw it is when people would ba'avel him. People would hurt him and people would insult him and people and he would help them turn around and help them the next day. It, how'd you do that? Because there was no one need. 
so, so what's the other time t- 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 a person says, you know, what can I accomplish anyway? You know, that's for people like Rabbi Gottler, Rabbi Richarov, these people, they, you know, they make a tremendous difference, etc. You know, me, you know, uh, there's, there's, there's two, there's, you know, because I'll say there's two, you know, there's two memoriam which it says Mishul Nibir Oilam, and it says Ofer Tov El Ofer Toshuv. You know, so so the Chassidish Rebbe one says it says so it's the theorists. He says you have the two pieces of paper in your pocket. One says we should like the whole world's credit for you. Your mom is the most important person. I was like, you bit what's this do? I said, so what are you? Your Rima Vesaleya. You know, your 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 right? You have to take out the right the right piece of paper. So when the guy says something, I says, "What's haste? Me? Be sure we never oil him. I need to help. Ah, what's been garnished? You know, that's Mustama theory. How you're supposed to use it? The right time to pull out the paper of be sure we never oil him is the person. I can help. I can make a difference. I can help. And when you pull out the paper, what are you? Somebody says, it's like, okay, well, I'm nobody anyway. So who cares? So you have to make sure you use the right piece of paper at the right time. Right." So you don't have. So I remember I was, was I was saying you know I was saying my Sheeran tells. So uh, I, I don't know whether it was regular but other way or not. Remendel's that's all. Remendel Kaplan. There's there's a book we have for Remendel. Uh, Remendel his life and his wisdom something like that. One was telling me to, it, it's I, mean, I can tell you you have to read it. It's just us, the 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 the, the and the pichus and the geschmack of the mices over there and his, and his lines that he would say he would you know he would and he used to give he used to used to have used to learn muster with a shear. Used to used to usually usually he would learn from the altar from Kelly. Take out the, the take out he would take the, the chacham muster and learn with the altar from Kelly. I can't read what he's talking about. He would he would learn from the altar from Kelly. Rabbi Yerucham one time said he wanted to plan. He wrote his Das Chacham Moser, it should be a beer in the Chacham Moser. So his plan was he was going to write, like, you know, put Rizitlis in the middle, and he's going to write his safer around, like a beer around it, like a beerish. Might have never happened like that. So, he used to have something called Moser commercials. He says, you know, America, everything comes with a commercial. You can't get a whole show at one time. You have to have a commercial in the middle. So, in the middle of the year, also became a Moser commercial. You know, I can't have a share the whole share all the time. I give a Muslim commercial once in a while. So when I was a Rebbe in Tel I used to have Muslim commercials. Sometimes I feel like nowadays it's just one straight, you know, Muslim <laughs> schmooze. Anyway, but I used to have commercials, I said, and I would introduce them as now for a word from our sponsor. And that was, you know, now for a word from our sponsor. And then we would say what the word from the, the sponsor is, you know, do chupa or something like that. Um, I don't know, the guys must have thought I was the strangest person in the world. Like, it wasn't standard tells the Shiva. So one time we got this conversation. I said, Rebbe, what can I do anyway? What do you want from me? What am I gonna, I'm going to be a buzz. What am I going to want from me? He said, so I said, I said, first of all, I want you to understand something. He says, I, I, you know, I, in gradations, I, I said there's five levels of balabatim. So first of all, the boss, the person, he doesn't learn at all. That's not an, that's not an, that's not an option. It's just not in the game. Forget it. The second balabas is balabas. For state, you know, that, you know, there's haste. Person has to learn. So he goes to Shir every night and he falls asleep. He's tired, a long day. So he understands the importance of learning. But now he's not able to learn. Okay, but he understands. Okay, that's something. Then there's a madrag of a person who goes to the Shir and he listens. He stays awake. Okay, we're getting somewhere. Then there's a madrag of a person who goes to the Shir. That's number three, right? 
Then the fourth one is a person who goes to Shani. He's mamish involved in the shear. He asks questions, etc. Then there's a person who gives the shear. Why can't you be the one who gives the shear? That's what I want from you. Says, oh, I can't give a shear. So you look around your shul and you see there's a, there's a, there's a chabur which would benefit from having a shear in Mishnayas. So get two people together and make a shear in Mishnayas. And you prepare every week and you learn through Mishnayas well. And you give up a shear in Mishnayas. What's your shlecht? You're familiar with a certain safer, you know, which somebody else doesn't, you might benefit from. You say, you put up a notice, so I would like to give you, know, any means you can make it in safer X. So you learn, you learn through, through the Ramchal and Derech Hashem. So learn with somebody. And then the music of taking what you have and giving it to somebody else because someone else can benefit from it doesn't have to be in a major, you know, and, all, and, and you know, we, we, and we're always waiting for, of course, the success stories. And he started with one person and eventually there's 47 million people there. And it was like, well, it changed God's class. Like people made it change their life. You don't need that. Like, you know, you know, I don't need the, the big story, the final story at the end. Then after you know that the rest of your life, you gave Mishnayashiv to people. That's godless. Because you thought about giving to somebody else. The difference between a god and a cotton is in that one part. A cotton thinks about himself, and the definition of godless is that he thinks about somebody else. In Kaiser, we expect a child by the age of 13 to be able to do that. To be able to focus on being somebody who can be giving to somebody else. So I, we we pointed out that you know nowadays you know uh, everything is slower than it used to be. You know maturity comes a little bit later. So it's not at the age of thirteen. You know, but at the age of 18, 19, 20, 21, 30, 35, 40, At some point in time, you know, you you eventually mature to the point where you know you talk and think about other people. You know, it, it's but you, you, it has to start somewhere. Where the person is aware that you know, I can make a difference. And again, it's not at the expense of your growth because we need you to grow. Because we need you to be the, the, the good husband that you're supposed to be and the father that you're supposed to be. And the community you're supposed to be. Well, I, you know, you, the, I haven't developed what I'm supposed to develop. That's also important. But at the same time, you know, it's with the awareness of if you have an opportunity now or later, you have to be able to give. And that's something that's not learning. Yeah. Uh, I've, I've, I've been to sit on, on the board of a, of a local school for X amount of years and there's meetings which you know I've, I've been able to contribute and help there's meetings which I've been frustrated out of my mind and that's part of the job and Berkshire, there's other people in the community who are you know and some people can't because they have other reasons why they can't join there's a Hever Kaddisha which Rabbi Rosamund has been talking about recently that the Hever Kaddisha needs people to help it's a very it's a chesed, which you know we're not going to say wow it changed the community because but it did it changes you it changes you it changes Kaliyasra because you're Kaliyasra if you become a more sensitive person and more aware of something, so that may changes you. It'll change how, you, how you're a husband. It changes how you're, a, how you're a father. It changes how you interact with the person next to you. It changes it changes how you daven. If you walk in the morning, daven the next morning, you say, you know, a little bit more sensitive to the, to the exclusive of the kind of Shem you change You change the seaport. We live in a very big boat. And if we drill a hole underneath our, our seat in the boat, there's a problem. 
we're all, we're all, Faisal is one unit. And when, when one person, somebody becomes better, it really changes the whole tzibah. So again, it's a bit of a show which has been sitting on my head. Parsons Karat, excuse me, Parsons Karat. What is true leadership in Klai So What is true commitment in Klai So The, the Moshur Beinu and the Aaron Akkad on one side. And the, the, the people who were focused on themselves on the other side. And I can't say that, you know, we, 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 if we want to be, be honest, that we, we probably relate more to Karat than we relate to Moshur Beinu. You know, we do have Shlodeshwa. We spoke of Shlodeshwa is not the worst thing in the world. As a matter of fact, it's very important because it helps us get over the hump of the Yitzhar that we have. And we can't, if we, if, if we think we're Moshe Rabbeinu, we have a major problem. If we think we're Lashem Shemayim, we have even a worse problem. We're fooling ourselves. But that being said, it's a good thing. Okay, I'll end with just one thought. There's a, I've said over there's a story. Um, you remember there's a magazine called Light Magazine. It's been defunct for many, many years. It was actually published by Her Lyman's uncle, Rishua Lyman, Shia Lyman. And before this plethora of many different magazines which came out, there was a magazine. It was, it was English articles about terror topics, etc. It was called um, Light Magazine. So there's a story over there in Light Magazine that a woman read, sent in about how she made a... Uh, Stuck a tea in her house, you know, and to be honest, you know, the excitement of the stuck a tea was she gets to show off her new dress and her new set of dishes and her new house and her new kitchen and many other things that she's having her stuck a tea in her house, etc. Well, while the stuck was going, the tea was was going on. Her, she had hypoglycemia, which is uh, which is a uh, which she taking medication for that, and her her. Three-year-old got into the bottle and consumed. They couldn't figure out exactly how many. They think it was twenty-seven of them. She comes up. She sees he's lethargic. She really says something wrong. She says it's Borough Park. They try to get to the hospital. It was there's a traffic jam on Thirteenth Avenue. She, you know, she's running down the street carrying her baby. You know, screaming somebody should help her. A guy gets into the, you know comes by, gets into the get, takes, takes into the car. He drives like a machine. You know, like you know, only Shabbat could do. Gets into the hospital. The doctor you know wants to know what it is. She says what it is. It says the last person who came here with this problem was a person who was a full-grown six-foot adult who took nine of them and did not, not make it because that's the amount of poison is in the body. This is a little babe, four, three-year-old baby who had 27 of them. Basically, the, the chances are, are, of, of survival are zero. So while this is all going on, she's thinking about you know, this horrible guilt that she has because she did the stock thing, not the shame shemaim because of her, of her new dress. That's why it happened. The Russian was giving her punishment. And, da, 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 and she has this whole long... It's the name of the, 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 the article. is called The Benefits and the Doubt. You know, you, 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 doubt of the Benefits. The name of the article is The Benefits for the tea and the doubt that she had. This is the name of the article. So finally, she says. So she, she she was like extremely conflicted. This is all going on in her state. So you know, she's her her child is holding on to the hospital by a hair and trying to figure out what's supposed to happen to the child. You know, what's what's going to be? And she calls up Rabbi Vitamilizetzal to discuss her emotions with him. And he gives her a bracha. Obviously, that everything should go well. Then he says to her that when you come to Shemayim, the main thing is you come with the goods. You accomplished for Kliyos. So you did a stuck a tea, and people get stuck up because of it. 
the kavona is it's, it's better you should do it for the wrong kavona than not do it at all. Let's get it get, get it straight. She gets a call from the hospital. You know, a little while later, she runs down to the hospital. Her baby sits up, opens up his eyes, and like says, "Mommy." And the, every single doctor in the whole hospital came to see the nace. But that's not the point of the story. I mean, it's happy. It was happy. There was a nace of an ending. Point of the story is, our, the point is we need. If we need, to, if the only way we can get ourselves to be involved properly, we'll do that too. But that's the shame shemayin, because we understand we have a yitzhara, and we need to do these things, and we want to do these things. We understand that we have a challenge, so we enlist the help of the shlo the That's the Rambam. The Rambam says that the Mora says. So you take the guy and say, Rambam says, he really wants, of course he wants, he's a yid, he wants to do the right thing. He wants to do the wrong thing, he's a yid. Elamot, he has Yetzirah, so we help him with the Yetzirah, so we beat him up, so take care of the Yetzirah, and man, the true Ratzon comes out. That's the Shlomo Shema. The true Ratzon comes out, the Shlomo takes care of the Yetzirah, and the true Ratzon comes out. We want to be people who can care about other people, and can help, and to do, and to, to accomplish, and to make a difference, that, that Kleisel should be a better place, the world should be a better place, that take, to help another yid. We want that. Elamai, what? You know, we have, we have, we have, and we have, we have, uh, he's insulting me, whatever, whatever the issue is. Okay, so that's what the, that's what the Shalom Shema is for. But the bottom line, the Ikir thing is that we can't make that, make that difference. We come to Shema and Matukas.